0: as Krishna and Balaram and I know we worship Krishna Krishna but I was wondering how in terms of the philosophy we think of um, Gairabh Shiva as Balaram
1: well typically we think of the Govardhan as Krishna but um, uh, at the same time um, from a um a uh, philosophical point of view. Uh, The uh, dham is a manifestation of the Sandini Shakti. The Balde presides over. So as much as Govardhan is part of the dham, um, we may tend to look at him in that way, in that light. Um, And... um, also Govardhan is uh, thought to be a manifestation of Krishna and a friend of Krishna, at the same time a servant of Krishna, referred to in the Bhagavatam as or the best of the servants of Krishna. Vishwanathra identifies the hills of Vrindavan, Nandagram, Barsana, Govardhan, uh, to be identified with Sakirati, Mm-hmm. Um, and Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, in uh, one of his um, poetic books, uh, the name escapes me at the moment, um, depicts Radha as walking on Govardhan Hill and seeing the dark colored stones as Krishna and the light colored stones as Balaram. That's a pretty good evidence there. <laughs> Uh so we uh we're fortunate to come in touch with the white stone from Govardhan. And uh it's uh a custom there in Vrindavan. Uh at the same time in some places they take the white stones as Radha and the dark stones as Krishna and worship them. I don't think that has as much um Support, so to speak, as uh, the Krishnan Balaram uh, perspective on the, uh, on the uh, different stones. Who Krishnan Balaram, you know, are are um, very beautifully depicted by the Gopis, along with their friends and cows, entering into Rindab and such that they have said that this is the perfection of the eyes to see them. From entering in this way into 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 Govardhan Hill, Um, um so in one sense identified with it, Radha Bhagavan Dhamma as Krishna. Krishna is Dham or or one. Hmm? So as Krishna is worshipable, so is so is is the, is the Dham. Hmm. So yeah, I think it's. Uh, there are rules to worship. There are philosophical uh, principles that underlie the alert worship. And there is also bhava-seva. So I uh, would look at Vishwanath Chakrit Thakur's perspective there, depicting Radha that way. I have to look up that, that book. Um, again, the name escapes me, but... Um, you know, a bhava-seva perspective. Uh, some people have reason. some devotees have reasoned that Radha herself has made the statement about Govardhan being the best servant of Krishna. And um, then they have conjectured from there what the best servants of Krishna are and how to see Govardhan. Um, and reaching some conclusions that I would not reach. Um, but... Um, um you can say, in that regard uh, with more kind of philosophical uh, ground to stand on that uh, Balram is the best servant of krishna hmm. as we know, he follows him everywhere he sees that he's the he's the three that's not a crowd hmm wherever Krishna goes, with any of his avatars, as any of his avatars, with any of his lakshmis, uh, Balaram is present, but uh, not unwanted. Hmm. Indeed, serving as the very bedstead, and shoes, umbrella, and so forth, and related uh, paraphernalia of, uh, of Vishnu. <coughs> so... Um, the very, and the very serving mood that we find in the devotees, the ego of service, the root of that, uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, Goswami explains is, is Balaram himself. So, there's a good argument to be made that, that Balaram is the best servant of Krishna. So if we want to see Govardhan through the words of Radha as the best servant in the braj of Krishna, and then, uh, as Vishnu talk says elsewhere, walking on Govardhan, seeing the white stones and that light, and the dark stones as Krishna, as Krishna Balaram respectively, then you have good, good case to make for your, for your worship, which is kind of like, you know, I guess I would say some academic and philosophical support for, for, uh, ideally, um, expression of of, uh, of Seva, the stones speaking to great devotees in that way. Hmm. So, yeah, some years ago we were fortunate to find the white stone at, at Govindakunda area of Govardhan where Krishna was coronated by Indra and the gods during the Govardhan, uh, during the, the Govardhan leader, during lift, after the lifting of Govardhan they came and offered prayers, and coronated him, and crowned him with the name Govinda. Hmm. Uh, so in that area, both of those, those stones come from, and it's uh, somewhat customary, you can find in some of uh, in so many homes there, there are the, the uh, stones of Govardhana. You can find that white and dark stone combination looked at in that light. So it's a, it's a tradition and and it has some philosophical support to it as well. Mm. What else? Yes.
0: Um, I'm wondering if it is appropriate to contrast Govinda with Kashishva, the two servants and um, in terms of in Chaitanya Tri it seems like it's brought up that Ishvai Puri ordered a both go Gosar Mahaprabhu and Govinda went very hastily. Kashi Kashishvai went on pilgrimage first. And Govinda received a, seemed to have a lot more intimate service with Mahaprabhu. I was wondering who those they were contrasted purposely
1: like that I'd never uh, thought of it like that but um, um, certainly Govinda is much more prominent in uh, in Krishnasas' work and the works of others as well Um, played a more intimate role Kashifar, didn't he have a house that was given to Mahaprabhu? I'm not sure, most of what I've
0: heard about him is he like pushed crowd
1: uh-huh. uh, we went to the temple. To some type of assistant I don't know if you could say it's not you know, made as a point it is apparent hesitancy or preoccupation with uh, with uh, touring other places prior to going there it caused uh, to take a secondary position i don't I don't um, I don't think that he is uh, faulted in that way. But um, uh, relative, perhaps, to his position in Krishna-lila, and we'd have to look and see what Kabi, Kabi Karnapur has said about both of them. Have you looked into that? So that usually gives a more clear idea of who's who and why they might conduct themselves in the way that they do in gaur Leela. Not always, hmm, but often. So, you know, they're both great devotees, Kashishpar, Govindaji, Kijaya. What else? Yes? Um, In one of your classes in Poland,
0: um, you were talking about how the devotees are manifestations of Krishna's senses. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was reading the translations of the Gayatri mantras and the translation we have of the Kalm um, Gayatri talks about um, serving Krishna's senses. So I was wondering if you could think about that mantra um, in terms of service to the devotees or serving
1: devotees. Well, um, yeah, the idea I, to be clear, gave in, in the talk that you're referring to was that from, the you know, you have the Beda perspective and the Abeda perspective, the oneness with Krishna and the difference from Krishna. So, in one sense, in the Leela, from the Abeda, I should say, non-difference perspective, Krishna is playing out, he's rasa rasa. he's playing out being rāsāraj in, as he can, relation to his sūrp shakti. Hmm. And so the sūrp shakti is manifesting sets of senses and forms through which uh, he can experience himself hmm, in in newer ways. And devotees are adorned with such forms and so Krishna is playing himself out through them. So that's the abheda perspective, kind of a very higher nimita matram kind of concept of the Bhagavad Gita, to be the instrument of Krishna. Um, that is kind of th- sometimes thought to be a lower-level idea, but we're talking about in a higher way. To be an, inst- an instrument of Krishna in the world is one thing, to be uh, a member of Krishna's leela in rasa, it may be another thing. Um, 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 although the, the former may lead to the to the latter, but that same concept of being one, if you will, with the will of Krishna and an instrument through which he plays out his will, hmm, is as a way of looking at that from the Abheda perspective. And Upanishads talk about that, so I believe I cited the Vedanta Sutra uh, in that regard, talking about the, the Mukta, having a body that is really an extension of the form of Bhagavan, which uh, means that it's constituted of Sarupa Shakti and that's his own internal Energy, Shakti, nature. So he's not going outside of himself, and within the context of being within himself, he's fully experiencing himself. And and the jivas are, muktas are participating in that uh, willingly, becoming one with his will. So and then if you look at it from the bed side, the different side, then we, then we can more readily talk about it as rasa and the need for two, the interaction and the and the devotee has a will. But the will or the desire of the devotee in the lila is always going to be a desire that is for the pleasure of Krishna's senses, because that's what the srupa shakti does, and that's the environment that he's in. So it, it naturally works in that way. So he has his own will, but. Has a will in Madhya Rasa or in, in Sakya Rasa, and all the things that they will or desire, of course, are part of the package of that uh, uh, that that Rasa, and therefore it's of course pleasing to Krishna. Uh, but it's kind of sweeter to look at it in that way. The devotees have their own desires and personalities, and so on, so forth. There's difference rather than it's all Krishna. But it's both are true, and they're just different ways of looking at it. So, um, with regard to the uh, Gayatri mantra, Kam Gayatri, Kam Gayatri, uh, 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 you're saying the Kam Gayatri speaks about pleasing the senses of Krishna. Hmm? Kamadevaya vidneya Krishna nandaya, no, uh, no, Kamadevaya Pushpa flower in like some seeds. oh yeah 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 uh-huh um, uh, yeah that's you know, a different one <laughs> way, way to think about that um, um i wouldn't uh particularly think of it uh, like that i think more from the from the difference debate perspective and and Krishna has five senses, so there's five arrows, uh, flower arrows, five arrows, as it refers to. And um, devotees are always engaged in pleasing him. I mean, they are units of pleasure for Krishna and they are, um, in a sense, as we're saying, Krishna playing out those desires, but we tend to look at it more from the, from the, from the Beda perspective. It's sweeter. But you're thinking in a sweet way. You want to think of meditating on serving the devotees, which is always a good thing. Because Krishna says that those who say they are my devotees, they are not my devotees. <laughs> those who say they are the devotees of my devotees, they are my devotees. That's Vaishnavism. So, and it's not easy to digest that, which, which speaks to how deeply rooted the Kaniṣṭha conception is and how difficult it is to overcome. Hmm. There's some incredulity there. I mean, he's God. There's some kind of devotee, maybe, yeah. Hmm. And even great devotees, some easy to find some fault in anyone at any time, if you want to. Um, uh, So you can have uh, you know exonerate Krishna he's you can find plenty of faults in him <laughs> but uh, he's God so but the devotee has to be perfect by one's own standards perhaps and so but to think that the devotee service of the devotee is higher than service to Krishna it's it's uh it's a very important point hmm? and it's the it's a, it's there's a demarcation between being kishta and an intermediate and progressive devotee, and uh, it uh, it's, it's kind of a lingering in terms of realization and act, actuality, the way we think and conduct ourselves. It's more deeply rooted. Hmm, the, the differentiation or the, or the emphasis on God, serving God. I mean, you know, you can see it from the, from the very crude stages. I've met people who said they don't want to read the purport; they just want to read the translation. They want anybody to get in the way. Hmm. Uh, but they don't stop to think that their mind might be getting in the way and their own desires and, and so forth. And there might be a person who's beyond those and so on who can give more clarity to what that actually means and so forth. To see it through the eye of the devotee is uh, to hear it through the discourse of the devotee is to hear more clearly and understand. But um, that idea... Hmm that serving the devotees is higher, if you will, more pleasing to Krishna than serving Krishna himself. It's a little difficult for to digest and to really up cross over into that. So it's a good thing to, to culture that uh, idea as you're, as you're thinking. Mm. <clears throat> These things, you can say them and say, yeah, yeah, that's one thing, we don't do that. but. What it means to realize is what I'm saying, to act accordingly, to actually think like that. and uh, and then we we might even say we think like that, and we find somebody is serving the devotee more than Krishna, or it breaks down also someone who serve the devotee of the of the guru more than the guru or something, or the guru may serve the devotee, the disciple, and then, and then we find it troubles our mind and so forth. So that's another example of not really realizing the concept. Hmm. Of course, there is a gradation of devotees, but as we advance, the gradation becomes less in our minds. Hmm. And we start seeing non-devotees as devotees. That's the example of the gopis. They saw the trees bending down as they appeared to be, uh, with their laden with the burden of their fruits and their idea was when they were looking for Krishna after he disappeared from the Leela, oh he disappeared from us because we were standing up proud straight but he, he blessed these trees walking by them because they're bowing down hmm? and he left us but he never leaves the earth see his footprints wherever he He goes, remain on the earth, so she's more humble than us. Hmm? Therefore, he stays with her. He's a better devotee, or she's a better devotee than we are. Hmm? So, as we advance, uh, this gradation of devotees starts to become blurred, and any devotion, any bhakti is magnified, any even semblance of it, Hmm? even when there, there is none, the the vision of the Mahabagwad is that that he or she is finding it, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. I mean, we can talk about it, but it's it's, it's it's it takes time to to realize mm-hmm. important point. Yes,
0: is the desire to serve, and the to serve, to serve God directly. Kind of? I
1: ask the developers that mainly really in I mean, I you could you could reason like that and, and um, self-importance, me and me and God, my relation, me direct relationship with God. I don't want anybody in the way. And I suppose you, uh, you could. There's many ways that you could say it's rooted in this and that. And, uh, that may be one. Hmm. um who talks about expecting no honor for oneself offering honor to everyone else so pratishta pride self honor to be a great devotee me and God (laughs) to the exclusion of everyone else and bhakti given from Rupa Goswami is just the opposite the more the others are included, the more God is present. Mm-hmm. Such an emphasis there on the, the golden hill, the Jamuna, the setting, the, the, the different members of the different rasas and so forth. Worship of all of them. This is worship of Krishna. Mm-hmm. He appears in that setting. So. And you find songs by other saints and other traditions that, appear to be bhakti traditions, they are of some sort, but when it's just uh, me and Krishna mm, to the exclusion of everything else, then it's a different Krishna that they're looking at. The songs of Mirabai, I, they, I've heard, I've never listened to them or read them, but they, they tend to be like that. Uh, that was Sridhar analysis in her poems, songs, there's to her and Krishna. Hmm. So there may be a space like that, that's true, but our space is songs about Krishna, and they are about, often, inclusive of all that which is dear to Krishna. His paraphernalia, his, the setting, the other rasas, Radha, the dear most, and so forth. Um, all these things are brought into the picture, and that is the foot, there's, that's, in that setting, then the full uh, Krishna Chandra rises, manifests. You follow. It's not a lesser Krishna, but they're they're bringing more out of him than you could unto yourself. Something like that. So to see him in that light, as he shines in that light, basking in the light of his own internal Shakti. What else? Yes? I have a couple of questions. Um, reading into uh, Mm-hmm.
0: first canto, um, it's about art of the and adventures so forth. And it's different in that
1: Kumars journey kinda of starts with the mantra and he's not in knowledge so much as much as Naran Muni. So just a general question kind of, kind of in terms of how we can see Nara Muni as representing all Gopakumar, but how they represent the devotee,
0: typical devotee or uh, a specific type of devotee
1: Well, the first uh, canto, of the Breda Bhagavatam is about the highest ideal of devotion. And the second canto is about the abode that corresponds with it. Mm. Um, So, Narada meets different devotees and glorifies them in terms of the devotion, all of whom deprecate themselves and point to a sense of devotion that, in their mindset... Exceeds, uh, their own. And so Nara is then sent onward, right? And, um in Gopagumar, in Bhagavatamrita, uh, the second part, uh, Uttara wants to know from Drakshit Mars, the, the, the abode that must be a place, a region, what's it like that corresponds with the, Highest devotion, so we find Kumar is chanting his mantra and he's going to different abodes. And ultimately, he attains Goloka. He attains the bridge, bridge, bridge itself. Um, so that's the realm that corresponds with the, with the highest ideal of love. But both Narada and both Gopikumar are devotees. Um, what you're asking about is is the fact that we tend to look at Narada as a perfect devotee and Gopakumara is depicted as a sadhaka. Hmm. But actually in in Bhagavatam, Narada is depicted as a sadhaka. Narada's, Narada's previous life is mentioned, I believe it's in, this, in the sixth canto, as a Gandharva, hmm. where he offended the, uh, the, the kirtan. As a result, he took birth as a, in a in an, had an inauspicious birth, but he was also blessed at some point with the association of devotees who stayed in his mother's place for four months during the rainy season, which time he was able to serve them, take the remnants of their food, hear their kata. And when they left, his mother died, and so he burned the whole house as a funeral pyre and followed the ways of the sages and became the great Nārada Muni. So he is depicted as a sadhana siddha there as well. Now, of course, when you see him in Brighad he's already in his citadea that he received um, in in Bhagavatam. After he follows the ways of the sages, Krishna appears, gives him a spiritual body Mm -hmm. with his vena and all. So in Brighad Bhagavatam, he's already got that, right? But um, he's, you know, quite a traveler and and, um, known for going Everywhere, probably they call him a transcendental spaceman or something like that. So, um, um, yeah, he's not depicted per se as a sadaka there, but um, he is uh, glorifying different devotees, and they are, their own feelings about themselves are being spoken. and And there's an ascending. Um, Path to reach the highest devotion. And Narda, in that, uh, first canto of Bhreya Bhagavatamrita, he, um, meets Krishna in Dwarka, and there he causes questions, answer, asks questions that cause Krishna to think of the Braj Brajlila and the gopis. Hmm? And Krishna becomes uh, very, um, disoriented, and the whole... Dwarka freaks out, so to speak at the, the thought that he might leave and and so on and and when he comes back to his senses that he's in Dwarka, um, Nar feels like oh he made a big mistake. he caused a huge disturbance there, goodness but Krishna says to him no you, you the one who reminds one of his dear most is the best friend of all and that's what you've done um, and Nard is depicted in Bhakti Sindhu as being in Sakirasa. Mm-hmm. mixed with Dasya. So we also look at, at Nard as an expansion of of uh, of, of the uh, he's the Vaidi Bhakti farcical uh, Brahman and um, and um, his behavior can be rather peculiar at times. Hmm. And um, and in the Lila, which is the source then of all Leela, so to speak, we find Madhavangal, who's a farcical Brahmin. From a Leela perspective, Madhavangal is the disciple of Narada, but from a philosophical perspective, we would think Narada is more of an expansion of, of Madhavangal, and um, Gopal Champu describes him as such. Mm-hmm. Um, so Narada being an expansion of Madhu Mongol, is a Brahman and he's a Virusaka which means like a like a jester in the Leela but he's also a Masaka, mm-hmm. so he's a very dear f- friend of Krishna who's involved in his romantic uh, affairs Um, And uh, so Narada is an extension of that um, type of brudge personality who is the best friend of Krishna because he's always reminding Krishna of his beloved. Hmm? And of course Gopakumar in the second canto becomes a a a Priyanarmasaka. He attains that ideal. Hmm? Um, So there's some connection, and that way you can look at it. Uh, Narada and, uh, and Kumar are not so separated, if you will. But yeah, uh, Kumar's the story of Kumar is very endearing because he's, he's a story of his spiritual progress. In Vyad Bhagavatam, the first canto, Narada's not talking about his spiritual progress, so to speak, but nonetheless he's learning something everywhere he goes about uh, different grades of devotion and so forth. and Ultimately, it's he who causes in Bhreb sheds light in Bhreb Bhagavatamrita on the love of the gopis, which is where the book uh, culminates. Hmm. So, both of them are doing that, and appropriately so, given what I've explained. <clears throat> Does that help? Yes? I
0: don't understand. i like you explain this before, but I don't remember your answer how Mother um, Magal is a um, he's introduced to Siddha, correct? Khamer, and how Marathon would be with, with Siddha? Uh,
1: yeah. Morning, uh, yeah. Um, well... But, to confuse you further, Vishwanachaka says, Narada Muni is both a sadhana-siddha and a nitya-siddha. <laughs> so, you know, you can look at him as a nitya-siddha who plays the role of a sadhana-siddha to teach by example. Hmm? Uh, it might be a way to harmonize his, or, or make sense out of his, his statement as much as the two seem contradictory. Hmm? So, I think you could see it in that in that light and then um the fact that even an expansion of Mono makes more sense and his it is a perspective which is more how he's thought of anyway. Not too many people think of Narada as a because they because a Siddha is a Siddha and they see him as that but but the the story is there. It's an important story in the Bhagavatam to help us so sometimes people say, everybody seems to be, all the great devotees are Nityasiddhas we hear, so what about the Sadhana Siddhas? story is right there in Bhagavatam. Hmm. And there he is, the Sadhana Siddha, and he instructed Vyas, and so Sadhana Siddhas aren't too bad, is the point. So maybe a Nityasiddha wants to make that point, right? <laughs> so he's depicted in that way. Yes. That helped? Yeah.
0: Uh, I forget um, all the events that happened, but I know Mahaprabhu displayed his six-arm form, I believe, to Nityananda once. Mm. To the boma?
1: Yeah. Once in uh, Navadweep, um, to Nityananda. Once in Jagannath Puri to, to Sabarimala, but and they were. Di- but the think they were different also. I think, but uh, the Prabhu saw him as Ram, Krishna, and um, and Mahaprabhu, and he showed Natananda himself as as Mahaprabhu Krishna and Shringa maybe. I'd have to look at Tenshaitani Bhagavad. Okay. Mm, so.
0: <laughs> but I guess my question was um, why Mahaprabhu his arms are not uh displayed his work. Um, I guess I was just wondering why he would display that versus his eternal form.
1: Well I think that the manifestation of the sadbhuj is the manifestation of aishwarya and showing him to be God. And um, in the Sanyasli, he shows aishwarya the aishwarya of Gyan and vairagya. Those are two of the aishvaryas, hmm? wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. It's a very extreme renunciation for a 24-year-old boy and um, an extraordinary knowledge. I mean, he defeated Sarvabhama Bhattacharya. So his sannyasa, Lila, is a teaching leela, and and his divinity is is more clear than it is in Navadvipa. In fact, in Navadvipa in the Prakat leela, the Manifest Lila, he's not even appeared for a long time to be a Vaishnava. And then when he starts to manifest himself as a Vaishnava, it's only a couple years later he he takes sannyasa. and least with the taking sannyasa is... is, uh, a distinction. now. We enter the Madi Lila and There's Aishwarya. He's Bhagwan. He's he's treated differently. There's some distance between himself and the devotees created by his sannyas, hmm? and he shows extreme knowledge, extreme um, renunciation. Of course, he's beautiful too. But so um, it seems appropriate if he's going to show a form that that I am. Um I am Ram, I am the Shingla, I am I I am I am Krishna. Um, if Krishna is to show a form like that, um it would be a form of Aishvarya himself as Vasudev something. So seems appropriate. And also there would there would be you know, he would have nothing in his two hands. <laughs> That's why he's got the water pot in one hand and the kamandolu in the other. Yeah, I suppose you could have him with a with a joppa bag and some cartels or something like that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so it's it you know it's yeah, like I say it's a it's a Ishvara form not a Madhurya form. So you're asking, why aren't his Madhurya hands there? Of course, Madhurya hands are there, I suppose, of Krishna with the flute, right? Yeah. But, uh, that is, that is also, that is true, it's exclusive to, to Vrindavan, he doesn't have the flute anywhere else. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but of course, it's in the. In the sannyas form, in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu brings out also the divinity of Krishna, so that it can be understood. Otherwise, his flute playing and gopi chasing is seen by some as some type of a fault, and must not really be true. God can't be like that. But through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we understand it properly, and through his sannyas leela, we understand it properly. Mm-hmm. and Drill, how could he be a sannyasi and mm-hmm. meditating on? Love the fears of the young young boy and young girls. Hmm. Two don't go together unless this appearance of young boys and young girls is only such an appearance, and there's something much more there. So, <clears throat> what else? What's the time? Alright, I guess we can stop there. Sri Sri Guru Gauranga ke jai. Gaur Bhaktivinoda ke jai. Gaur Premanande.